Are you ready to go the distance? Go the When you're nearing retirement, it's essential that you have a written plan and know exactly how the plan will work. Life's about choosing where you want to go and mapping out a financial plan to get you there. The one thing you need is a plan. So what's the plan? Plan! Right now, plan! An experienced financial advisor can help you avoid potential hazards and find alternative routes. We pride ourselves in being different from other financial planning firms. During your initial consultation, we will get to know you and give you the chance to get to know us. Our friendly staff will make you feel comfortable the moment you walk in the door. Call Mark Eels at EFS Wealth Management, 712-224-4651, 712-224-4651, or log on to EFS4U.com, EFS, the number 4U.com. This is Mark from Mark on Money, and today we are going to talk about the Secure Act 2.0. Senate is going to pass this bill here shortly, and it will become law more than likely in the format that we will talk about today. Uh, So listen in and find out what is coming down the pike uh, on a variety of things that will affect your retirement. And now, live from the heart of Sioux City, Mark on Money with your host, Mark Geals. The key is having a plan in place, knowing what you're going to do, a place where your retirement questions are answered. You could be putting tens of thousands in jeopardy. You'll get the latest news on 401ks and retirement planning. It can make a profound difference with what you can and can't afford in retirement. If you've got questions on how to properly structure your assets and build retirement income, you're in the right place. Welcome in to Mark on Money. Hey, welcome in, everybody. This is Mark on Money with Mark Gills. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Mark is a certified financial planner. He is a fiduciary and independent, 30-plus years in the business. Find him at EFS Wealth Management. Find the website, EFS, the number four, the letter U.com. I encourage you to check that out. Uh, hey, Mark, what's going on? Not too much. Um, you know, just uh, looking forward to uh, this legislation. Um, I'm pretty sure that it will become law since the U.S. House um, passed it by a vote, believe it or not, of 414 to 5. So I don't know whenever the House agrees on anything, but they definitely agreed on this one. Sure. Well, I think the last time the numbers were that high was when they passed the SECURE Act, the original one. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so it does a lot of good things, um, you know, and it's also what we would term as um, a full employment law for financial advisors and financial planners and so forth um, because, you know, it keeps us busy because things change and now we have to talk about what are we going to do differently uh, to take advantage of this law in your retirement. And so one of the things that's an advantage to you uh, is you have to, um, you can wait longer to take your required minimum distributions. So the SECURE Act already raised that age, which you must take distributions from your retirement account. It used to be 70 and a half. And the SECURE Act, uh, the original one, pushed it to 72. Um, And this one, 
is going to push the required minimum distributions initially to 73 starting on January 1 of 2023 uh, and then to age 74 on January 1 of 2030. And finally, it'll raise them to 75 on January 1 of 2033. Now, if you don't know what those dates really mean, um, you can go to our website, um, EFS, the number four, the letter U.com. And uh, we actually uh, will be putting up the birth years um, so that if you're born, for example, you know, in 1956 or later, this is the age you have to do required minimum distributions. If you're born 1960 or later, et cetera, et cetera. And it'll all be down there by your birth year rather than the year. Okay. Well, um, that makes sense. Thank you for doing that. Yeah. Um, you know, so that that's a big deal because we talked a lot about this with people that, you know, as long as you're not taking required minimum distributions yet, it offers a big opportunity to do Roth conversions because, you know, you don't you don't have to take the money. Um, and so one of the things that we f see that people make a mistake with is, you know, they were like, well, I don't need any money for my IRA, so I'm just going to delay that until the maximum, until I have to start taking the money out. And they don't do anything with it. They don't do any planning around it. And, you know, really, you have to take a look at what are the things that we can do? You know, is this money that's never money? Do we want to pass it on to our children? Do we not have children? Do we have brothers and sisters or nieces and nephews? I mean, who's ultimately going to receive this money? And what's the best way to pass that money on? You know, one of the things that, you know, is kind of interesting is that looking at, you know, planning for retirement, um, you know, I always say, uh, you know, it's like moving to another country. You know, there's different rules. There's, you know, different customs. And, um, you know, there is. And, and this is an example of that because, you know, if you're in your 50s, you don't really care. Um, you know, what's going on with different with required minimum distributions because it's so long away mm -hmm. and you're earning money and there's not really a whole lot you can do. But in retirement, you've got a whole set of new rules. You've got Medicare. What plan do you get for your supplement? You know, plan D's, you know, and there's a whole bunch of different acronyms that you have to understand what they mean, like RMDs and uh, IRMA, which is the IRMA tax and all kinds of goofy stuff. Um, and that's what we do. And that's, you know, retirement planning is, um, you know, the, the, the difference, I guess, would be like you got your general practitioners in your medical field, um, you know, that kind of know a lot about everything. But retirement planning is a specialty because it is such a large field. You have to be a specialist in that area to be able to know everything and understand how everything works. And really, you know, we've been doing this, or at least I have been doing this for, this will be um, 31 years, uh, going on 32 years, uh, starting in a month or so. Uh, and I really enjoy what I do. It's very challenging because, you know, if you're 30 years old, you know, yeah, I can set up a, you know, a college 529 plan, do some pre retirement projections, you know, show you how you should invest money in your 401k and you know, should you be doing Roth or 401k or combinations thereof? How much insurance should you have? And that's pretty much it. Um, you know, it's it's really nothing. And I would encourage this for younger people um, is go and seek 
the advice of a financial advisor, pay to have, um, and, and not just any advisor, somebody who's going to charge you, you know, a thousand to two thousand dollars to do a comprehensive plan, um, because you probably only need to do that once, um, and then it'll probably be good for five to ten years. Uh, and, and there's not a whole lot that needs to be done, you know, in between that area other than maybe a little bit of fine tuning, maybe some, some, uh, emotional support, you know, when the market turns around and goes down, but it, you know, there's not a whole lot that needs to be done in that, in that, you know, stage of life. Yes. You have to do some protection. You have to make sure if, you know, if you die prematurely, your wills and trusts and all that stuff are set up. But when you get into retirement, now you're talking about a lot of moving parts. Um, for instance, you know if you're if you're a few years away from your retirement date that you want to retire at or think you are maybe considering strongly but don't really know yet, you know you're in that retirement red zone. You've got to do some things that that you don't have to do in your 30s because it's on autopilot. Now you need to be proactive. You know, you need to um, change your investment allocation. You need to have your money segmented into different buckets. You have to think about, you know, inflation risk, longevity risk, sequence of return risk, healthcare costs, you know, withdrawal risk, tax strategies, Medicare planning, long-term care insurance, all those things that you don't have to do in your 30s. Um, and it's and it's very eclectic because it's not one rule fits everybody. Well, in your 30s, you know, there's a few rules that pretty much cover everything that you should be doing. When you're older on, it it's varied largely and widely by individual circumstances. And so that's why I enjoy what I do because what I nothing is ever the same. Um, everything changes. And of course, the government helps with that. The IRS helps with that. You know, you got the Secure Act. You got tax law changes. Um, so there's always something different. Always something different, and and that's kind of what Secure Act 2.0 is all about: is being different. Um, one of the things that we've talked about in the past, Mark, is uh, the uh, penalty for neglecting or failing to take a required minimum distribution. Well, finally, they're addressing that. Yeah, don't forget about it. You know, because the the penalty. If you do not take your required minimum distribution, is 50% excise tax. It's one of the harshest penalties you can face. However, under the Secure Act 2.0, it, it would just be reduced to only 25%. So if the mistake is corrected in a timely manner, the penalty would be further reduced to just 10%. But who wants to pay a penalty at all? Not at all. You know, so again, it's those things in retirement that you don't know what you don't know until you know it and you really don't want to not know this ahead of time That's because true. it's face you're going to face a penalty on it well one of the things about working with you at, at EFS is that you make sure that those that those RMDs are taken out taken out you're not I'm not going to have to worry about it you take that off the table you handle it right you know and and that's important to know some of the things and really what applies to you and that's what we want to talk about here. We'll go over all of the things on the Secure Act, but we'll expand on the ones, you know, that really I think apply to the people that we focus on and work with, which is, you know, people that are near retirement or are in retirement already. 
But some of the things that would fit, you know, like your 30-year-olds or 20-year-olds is automatic enrollment in retirement savings account. So the SECURE Act would require employers to automatically enroll people into their 401k or other retirement plans like 403Bs, 457 plans, and so forth at a savings rate of 3% per salary. And then their rates would automatically increase by 1% per year until it gets up to 10%. And I think that's a great I think that's a great thing because people are always procrastinating. They want to enroll in the retirement plan, but they got to fill out paperwork to do it. They're busy. They don't know what investments they should take, so they want to research and then they end up just not doing anything. And this would at least auto enroll them in the plan, defaults to a, you know, a fund that meets their retirement age and, you know, they're just on autopilot and then they get to get to get to 10% after seven years of being in the plan um, and probably aren't going to really notice it. You know, you know, some people that are like, yeah, I didn't even know I had a retirement plan. They'll come in our office or whatever. Yeah. I didn't, the company just automatically started putting money into this thing and I just ignored it. And they probably didn't even realize that it was coming out of their paycheck. <laughs> probably not. But yeah. again, that's the beauty of that. And, and, you know, the key here too, is I know a lot of people don't want to be forced to do something, but you can opt out. All right. That, yeah. That's your choice. Yeah, you can. It, it's yeah, the absolutely. default. It's just that the default is automatic enrollment. Right. This is a good thing. Yeah. And then also employee, this is, this is kind of a funny one. I, I thought this was kind of unique that employers could provide gift cards to lure employees to save for retirement. So they can, <laughs> you know, aside from just matching funds, you know, hey, here's, you know, here's a gift card to, uh, you know, wherever, you know. Yeah. To uh, you know, here's an Amazon gift card or whatever to you know get you to put money into your retirement plan. Sure. And the other thing that's kind of cool, I think, um, and probably doesn't apply to a lot of retirees um, that are nearing retirement, is that traditionally employers match their participant contributions into their retirement accounts, but some workers are not able to fund their retirement accounts or not fund them up to the amount that they could possibly do because they're paying down student loans. And the proposed legislation would allow employers to make matching contributions to a worker's retirement account based on the worker's own student loan payments. So that's kind of cool. So it's kind of like, well, if you pay off your student loan, we're going to match your student loan payment. Wow. That's kind of cool. Yeah. And so there's other things, you know, one of the things that we want to focus on is bigger catch-up contributions. Well, that's true. Um, I mean, in fact, at this point, let's go ahead and, and listen to a, a piece of sound from Bernadette Geis. She is the solutions leader at Price Waterhouse Coopers, the U.S. Asset and Wealth Management Trust. So what that what she's saying is that the Secure Act could help uh, in, in a number of ways because the situation today is not that good. We have roughly 45 million Americans that are going to retire in the next 10 years, and the median savings is $120,000, which would equate to $1,000 a month over a 15-year period. So with life expectancies being well beyond 15 years and the you know, rising cost of health care and other retirement needs, $1,000 a month simply isn't going to be sufficient. Well, and, and again, obviously not, but that's what you just led. You just talked about that. The bigger catch up contributions from the Secure Act 2.0. That is a big deal in terms of if you look at those numbers. Right. So for 2022 and 401k accounts, workers can contribute an extra 6500 into those accounts in addition to the $20,500 limit. So 27000 is your 401k limit. Um, and for 
simple IRAs, they can add another 3000 to that $14,000 cap to get to 17000 Under the SECURE Act 2.0, workers 62, 63, and 64 would be able to contribute even more to those accounts. For 401k and other retirement plans, they'd be able to make up to $10,000 in catch-up contributions. So they'd be able to contribute $30,500 into their 401k and simple IRAs, another $5,000 versus the $3,000. So the proposal also calls up calls for catch-up limits for IRA owners who are 50 years and older to be indexed to inflation. And so since 2006, the annual increase in catch-up contributions has been limited to $1,000. So that would change that, too. Sure, that's good. And then I, uh, there was also a piece that talked about the making it allowable to make that 401k contribution go to your Roth 401k. Because up to up till now that can't happen. It only has to go in the in the uh, pre-tax one, right? Well, and especially for simple and SEP IRAs, are not allowed to accept Roth contributions from employees. The Secure Act 2.0 would change that. Other retirement plans, including 401ks, can already accept them. So the proposal would change that, and also would uh, allow that catch-up contributions and other plans, you know, be subject to that as well. So that means an extra $6,500 could be contributed by workers age 50 and older into a Roth 401k. Um, And of course, that would come from post-salary, you know, contributions. Right. And, you know, just all these different provisions that are benefiting people that are close or or nearing that retirement um, end zone. So to speak. Sure. So, are you see, are you seeing anything negative about this in 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 these rules that we've gone through so far? Um, no, I don't think so. You know, one of the other things, um, you know, I I read something that uh, um, from David Machia, and uh, you know, David Machia is is kind of a talking, um, a good talking voice in our industry. He is one of the leading proponents for retirement income distribution and retirement income planning. And so he was talking about the SECURE Act 2.0, and he was talking about ERISA plans. So ERISA plans are what govern and have the guidelines to retirement plans. And ERISA stands for Employee Retirement um, Insurance Security Act or something like that. Sure, um, they love their investment acronyms. investment security act, yeah, ERISA, and uh, he had he had said that ERISA should stand for Employee Retirement Insecurities uh, Act because he said <laughs> uh, it talked about um, yeah I think it was in I think the I stands for income and he said it should stand for insecurity because there is no income benefit in retirement plans. I mean, it's just a dollar amount. And so his point was one of the things that the SECURE Act 2.0 is talking about doing is allowing you to choose a lifetime benefit inside of your retirement plan. So allowing companies, um, whether it's Fidelity or um, Principal or uh, Empower, you know, those are your three big uh, providers 
to put inside of your 401k plan an annuity choice. So in other words, if you contribute X amount of dollars uh, into your um, lifetime income benefit inside of your 401k, you know that at age X, uh, it's going to produce Y for income. Uh, right now, you know, do you know what your income is going to be from your 401k? Well, it's a guess because it's not guaranteed. And they're talking about making it a guaranteed benefit inside of your 401k plan. So think of this. What happens, what, what's, what's happened over the years is all of these companies um, have gotten rid of their defined benefit plan, um, which means that you get a defined benefit when you retire. So at age 65, you can retire and the company is going to pay you out of a pension, you know, 2000 or $3,000 a month. So what they're trying to do inside of these, these uh, retirement plans through the SECURE Act 2.0 is implement something similar to that where you can choose if you want to have that as part of the contributions that you're putting into the plan. And basically you create and fund your own defined benefit at retirement. Wow. I mean, again, those are the kinds of things and, and why it makes sense to work with a, you know, a fiduciary independent advisor like you, Mark. And, and you said that earlier in that, you know, it you see things differently and, and the retirement planning for retirement, creating that income, it's not getting any easier. And thank goodness you're, you're there, you're on the forefront, you understand all the new rules and the, the subtleties and the not so subtleties. Right. And, you know, again, that adds another layer of complexity. So if you have a 401k plan now that has um, an annuity option that gives you a lifetime benefit, um, do you, do you select some of that? Do you put some of your money into that? Uh, and again, it depends. I'm not going to be Susie Worman and say, yes, you should put 20% of whatever you contribute into your 401k plan into that defined benefit plan. Well, you know, that's one thing that just irritates the crap out of me when, you know, some talking head says you should go out and do this. Well, you know, maybe it applies to 90% of the people, but you know, more than likely you're the one that doesn't apply to and you go do something that actually harms you instead of benefits you. Because in the financial world, there is no one rule of thumb that applies to everyone that everybody should do. I mean, there's guidelines that maybe apply to a lot of people, but don't apply to everybody. Uh, so you have to take everything in context of what your current situation is and don't run out there and do what everybody says is is a sure thing or a great thing or you should do because maybe it's true, but maybe it isn't. And again, you don't know in, until you know. Right. And so you have to look at what does this really mean? You know, what what are my other choices? You know, what does my spouse do? You know, do they have pensions? You know, what's their income? What's their retirement plan look like? Um, you know, everything is, you know, everything has to be, you know, cut and diced and, and, you know, looked at and to see if it, it, it fits, you know, cause one, you can do something, everything in, in the financial world and you guys can all look back and if you're older, you know exactly what I'm talking about. You know, if you could go back and say, what was one of the biggest financial mistakes that you made or one of the things that you wish you would have done? Um, save if more you go back. 
Well, and and the ramifications are now with some time as perspective, you can look back and say, well, geez, that cost me a half a million dollars because I'd have a half a million dollars more money if I would have done that or if I wouldn't have done that. And so time and, you know, mistakes that you make early on can cost you a lot of money. Sure. Um, In retirement, you know, market losses, you know, and reactions and emotional decisions um, can cost a lot of money too. And anyway, that's, I'll stop talking about that because that's, that's where we're running out of time. Okay. Um, but yeah, if you want to visit with me, email me, Mark at EFS, that's Mark with a C, uh, Mark at EFS, the number four, the letter U.com. If you go to our website at EFS for U.com, uh, or call me, you know, pick up the phone, call me and, uh, we'll visit and see once what's going on with you. Um, you know, there's a number of advisors in our office. Uh, so if I'm not available, you know, they'll put you with somebody that's just as knowledgeable as what I am and can give you information, um, and put you on the right path and, and send you in the right direction. Sounds good, Mark. And again, I, I, you know, I'm counting on you to stay abreast of all of this stuff and keep us up to date. Okay. Sounds good. Everybody have a great, whatever you are doing and, uh, be safe. Securities offered through Securities America, Inc., member FINRA SIPC. Advisory services offered through Securities America Advisors, Inc., an SEC-registered investment advisor. EFS Group and the Securities America companies are unaffiliated. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims-paying ability of the issuing company. If you remember these TV shows, you're getting ready to retire. Whenever I see a big pair of feet or a cheesy mustache, I'll think of you. You've got spunk. I hate spunk. I'm one guy who ain't prejudiced against anybody who uh, may be less superior than me. It kind of sneaks up on you, doesn't it? Oh, gee. You deserve a secure, independent retirement. A retirement that is prepared to handle pitfalls like inflation, health emergencies, stock market volatility, and taxation. You've worked hard for your money and will work just as hard to protect it and grow it. Retirement planning doesn't have to be difficult. Get the facts-based approach that you deserve, all at no cost, with no obligation. Call Mark Eels at EFS Wealth Management, 712-224-4651. 712-224-4651 or log on to EFS4U.com. EFS, the number 4U.com.